Hello, this nation. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony. And I'm Sheila. And we're these motors. And today we're talking about autonomous cars. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so last episode, we were talking about, what were we talking about, actually? Last, last episode, we were talking about uh, driving styles. Driving styles. Yes. Yeah, so I think things got a little bit off topic last time, and you know, we thought we'd segue into something brand new, a new topic. So yeah, here we are, autonomous cars. Um, you know, getting right into it, what do you guys... What do you guys know about autonomous cars? Are they, are they, uh, are they out there? Do you think, or like, are we still far away from them? I've I've read a little bit about how it all works, and from what I understand, most companies are still in the kind of testing phase. Um, they're they're roadworthy now. Um, like the, these companies are testing testing autonomous vehicles on on the road, uh, not just cars, trucks too. Um, I know deliver. I've read that delivery companies are are looking to uh, kind of uh, like make their trucks autonomous. Um, I guess that's mm-hmm. I guess that saves them money or or something like that. I'm not too clear yeah. on the details. I think yeah I think I think the advantage here would be like you know you don't have to pay someone's salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You just have a team then, of programmers, uh, you know, fix bugs and stuff. I think, yeah, that's the thing, right? Because it has to be a high volume business to actually make money. Mm-hmm. Short term, it's definitely more expensive, but it'll pay out probably. Yeah. 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 What's cool about those cars too, like all those like things, right? Like the autonomous stuff, a lot of them I think are going to be electric or hybrids, right? So that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be less. super interesting to see what the future holds. Yeah. Would I don't get, know. I mean, yeah. Would you get an autonomous car, Sheila? Um... Personally, (laughs) like I wouldn't mind if the feature is there, but I would actually want to drive. Yeah, Yeah, same. I think when that becomes a thing for me, like when that becomes a thing, like hopefully in our lifetime, right? Just for the sake of the world kind of thing. um, When it becomes a thing, I probably actually go for like my, get my, uh, my, like a motorcycle license, you know, just to have the the being able to just drive yourself or like because some of those cars might not be able you might not be able to drive them right as well yeah they might not give you the option yeah like in the intermediate term i think we'll have some kind of a in between Mm -hmm. like teslas whatever right um but like yeah long term i think it's going to be 100 percent because once once all the cars out there are autonomous you don't need a driver anymore that's true that's true at that point they might even ban like other vehicles entirely I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're already starting to ban uh, gas-powered vehicles in uh, downtown centers. Um, it's mm. probably only the beginning. For uh, have you really? Yeah, not for, not for Montreal, but for um, was it Toronto? Oh, I don't remember. Because mm. I know, I know they're going to do it. I know that the mayor now is. It's not might not happen there, but like she's putting out a plan. Montreal mayor is putting out a plan to ban all non-hybrid, non, non, non-hybrid, non-electric vehicles by like 2030 downtown or something. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it, 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 it's great. You know, like you have to push for, you have, you have to push like for intense things to have like something 
kind of happen, right? So I think uh, I think it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. But in uh, in terms of autonomous vehicles, um, there's a lot of movies that have like portrayed uh, how like like futuristic highways would be. Like I know for mm-hmm. for example, the movie I Robot uh, that comes to mind, uh, all the vehicles were autonomous. But there was there was an option to like have user intervention if you needed to, but the the I think the main idea was that like uh, vi- if if all the vehicles were autonomous they could go at a higher speed because everyone because all the cars are kind of I guess they would be communicating with each other in a sense to make sure they yeah. wouldn't crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all kind of like uh, what do you call it? Which one called? They're all in a kind of like a, a fleet formation, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Doesn't um, Tesla have it where you have to have like your hand on the steering wheel? Yeah, I think they're. Like yeah, they they had to they had to specify that. There, I think I'm not sure if it was Tesla or some other company, but they they were testing like drivers were testing autonomous vehicles, and someone one driver uh, tried to like have the car drive but read Harry Potter or something at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it it didn't go. Well. They 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 got into a crash. Um, yeah. yeah there's a bunch of those that happen yeah like yeah i mean you should still pay attention right like i don't know i'd be freaked out like at the beginning i'll be definitely freaked out right like mm-hmm. the car is driving i you know like i'd be too i'd be too like yeah i'd be too freaked out to not be at least looking at the road mm-hmm. you know yeah. like hands on the wheels for sure <laughs> you know oh, yeah, definitely especially now it's really just like if you're you probably like if you have an autonomous car then you're probably the only one on the highway and you've got to watch out for for other like human drivers mm-hmm. yeah. yeah for sure yeah because the car can only do i mean the car could react faster than you but like it's still you just never know right yeah exactly like like it's a matter of like machine learning right I wonder how it'll be like, let's say if you have two autonomous cars, mm-hmm. the the owners are both like chilling and not paying attention and then they get into a crash. Who's to blame? Mm-hmm. What would happen? I don't know. I, don't know. Oh. I think it depends on, yeah, the situation. Like, you know, I think it comes down to the law, right? Like, I think the, the like the, the bare bones law still applies, right? Like, like if someone, if you're, if the car behind would be at fault, right, in Quebec, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if you're behind a, if you're behind a car, and you hit the car in front of you, then you're fault. at fault. Yeah. So I'm guessing, yeah, because like if you're not intervening, because you should technically be well with the turn standards, right? You should technically be paying attention, and you'd be able to intervene if necessary, right? If the car doesn't stop for you or whatever. I mean, the thing is, like the the car would react like like you you would be probably too slow to even react. You don't want it. Yeah, if the car didn't react, kind of thing. But yeah, I think yeah, I think you'd be at fault if you hit someone in front of you. What if you're side by side? And then something veer, and then one of the cars veer into the other. Like yeah, there's like a a bug, and then they just glitch and they just crash. Mm. Yeah, like who's responsible? Is the company that wrote the software responsible? Is the are the drivers responsible? Mm. That's tough. Yeah, I I don't know what I don't know how people would solve that these days, right? Like, I mean, I guess that's why you have insurance, right? Yeah, well, that's one of the issues. Uh, yeah, it's one it's one of the issues with with all technologies actually is um, they um, usually we create we create software or products without really thinking about different situations like that. So um, sometimes sometimes it, it's just kind of like a reactive process where like the crash is going to happen. 
and there's probably going to be a court case or something. Uh, this mm -hmm. is like a hypothetical. Like, I don't know if, if what like uh, companies like Tesla do. Maybe they maybe they work with the government to figure out a, a specific policy mm -hmm. for it. But yeah. it's probably too early to tell anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, things like I don't know. I don't know exactly how it's done, but you know, there's so many like redundancies. Like I, 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 I would tend to think a lot of the software, um, is like the, the, the software that actually manages the dynamics. Like I would tend to think it's way more hardware based than anything. And there are probably so many, like, like, I don't think high level software actually controls a lot of the intense, like a lot of the last minute decisions, like a lot of the stop gaps. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of that are probably just like fail safes where like, okay, in the last like 10th of a second or something, if all, if all else fails, just slam the brakes or whatever, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what, uh, that's what they do. Cause like, cause at the end of the day, the software, like, you know, so a little bit of how, a little bit of how these systems work, right? The car, is, the car is driving, right? And you, you know, you have all the normal sensors, like you have, like you know, your, you know, your speedometer, like all the the gyros and everything like that. You know, you know, the pitch, the yaw of the vehicle. So, like, the pitch is kind of like, you know, the up and down. The yaw is kind of like the twist, yep. and the roll is sorry, you know, the roll is kind of like the twist, and then the yaw is more of like the the rotation, yep. kind of like the turning left, right. Yep. And uh, so, like, you know. All those kinds of sensors know what the orientation of the vehicle is and you know you know like you know you know how fast it's going and things like that right and then there's gps it knows where it is yeah and then you know on top of that you have all these like sensors you have like lidar which is like basically just light radar you it's kind of like uh so basically it shoots out lasers light and it bounces back and that and kind of makes a picture mm -hmm. and based on like kind of this it can figure out distances and stuff Mm -hmm. And then you have like cameras to measure, like, you know, you can see where things are. You get distances that way as well. So you can see like how far something is in front of you or how far the lines are um, on the road. If there's people, whatever. And then you have things like uh, you know, a bunch of other, like radar, right? Um, you have a lot of combination of things, right? So you're getting data from all angles and the software kind of just goes, okay, I'm going to take this data and that data and it processes it in a way that like makes sense based on the situation, you know? It's, it's sort of like that with a plane, right? They have different, they have, it's the same idea. They have, uh, they have a bunch of different sensors and the autopilot has to make a decision based on the sensors. Um, the, the system is called, um, I think for, for cars and planes too, like all these, these networks of devices, it's like a, it's a distributed system. And uh, they're meant they're meant to have certain guarantees, and they're probably some of those subsystems are uh, real time systems, which is something. It's a device that it uh, it has to complete a function within a, a guaranteed amount of time. Yeah, so they're all real time. Yeah, so something like a sensor like has to be like has to be able to provide information within like let's say a second or like ten milliseconds or something. Um, that's probably I uh, like. So I don't I don't know how it works in an autonomous car, but I assume it's something like that, where like the <clears throat> the the whatever system that makes decisions for driving, it has to it has to get this information and it has to be guaranteed uh, to get it in an amount of time, so, like a, a very small amount of time. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
one of the uh, one of the characteristics of these kinds of systems, uh, like I assume it's a distributed system in an autonomous car, uh, is fault tolerance. So how does it basically how it reacts when uh, one of the other parts of it isn't working? Like let's say a sensor breaks, how would it react? <laughs> it's probably got to figure out figure out something to do without that information, or like mm -hmm. warn the user, uh, the driver, or something like that. Yeah, part of the it's part of the redundancies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, like, like most of the the better the better algorithms use like different kinds of sensors. Like, I know this company here in Montreal. They use um, in their autonomous stuff. They use they use a combination of the cameras and the lidar. Mm -hmm. So sense. if one goes wrong, you know, you still have the other kind of thing. Or I'm sure they you know, and then there's a bias. They use one more than the other. Yeah, depending on the situation. You know, I'd I'd read. Um... I'm not sure which company this was, but uh, they had tried testing an autonomous car, but with only like two two sensors, like the ones the ones that detect if there's like objects around it, right? I think there were only there's only two. I think at front and back. When usually, I think you're supposed to have like at least six to get like the best, most accurate information. And it got into a crash because it couldn't detect properly. Um, I think either another car or an object or something. So that's mm. maybe something that companies have to take into account is, you know, <clears throat> autonomous cars are nice, but how, how much is it going to cost to actually make a full, reliable system uh, and safe system? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny because you mentioned the aerospace industry, right? And that's like the most over-engineered industry. Like these kinds of, like these kinds of systems have been implemented for many, 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 many years, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of the a lot of the you know a lot of the car manufacturers they're actually heading to like it, it came to planes first right like mm -hmm. so you know back back in the day when you know cars were still using simple scent like barely any sensors to to mend measure like engine engine like uh, characteristics and stuff planes were already using the FADX and and you know crazy crazy as you mentioned digital you know. Uh, uh, the Shibi systems, which are modules everywhere, yeah, you know, uh, so yeah, I think you know, cars are going to probably, I mean, they've been they've, that that technology kind of trickled down to the vehicles, mm -hmm. and you know, now especially, I think uh, it's even more, it's ever more important for for your companies to like look forward and be as safe as possible, because like at the end of the day, like you know, there's going to be there's a lot of air traffic and stuff. But in general, there's not too many situations that you can encounter with things with foreign bodies, right? Versus like on the ground. Yeah. You know, you have people, you have dogs, you have potholes. Yeah. Especially here. There's so many potholes. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. So many things to take in consideration, you know. Yeah. But I think the thing for, for planes is they go through like a rigorous like safety certification process to make sure that they uh that they check all the check all the boxes in terms of safety. Um I know that that didn't necessarily happen with, um, uh, I think it was the Boeing plane that uh, there were some bad autopilot crashes that happened. Oh, was, it, was it Airbus or was it Boeing? Anyways, oh, I don't yeah. remember. Anyway, <clears throat> that, was, that was a specific, there was, a, there was an issue with, I think it was the, um, the correction, the flight path correction system. Uh, one of the sensors would give a, fault, uh, a bad reading. Um, basically the plane would be like level but the sensor would read that the plane was like 
like going upward. Mm. So it would try to correct the plane, but since the plane was here, it would like go down. Mm. So that's what happened with the crashes. Um, and I had read that actually some of those safety, some of those safety uh, checks were sort of glossed over. Mm. Um, there was an employee yeah. that came out and, and talked about it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that's, that's, I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping that doesn't happen uh, for autonomous cars because it's, it's probably more complicated because now instead of dealing with just other planes in the sky, you're dealing with all other types of cars, mm. walls, roads. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing, the thing is though, the difference is, I mean, so a distinction to make here, right. Is that with autonomous cars, like there's a lot more things that could be in your way, Yeah. but with planes, you don't want anything to fail. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a difference, you know, like with planes, you just want to keep, keep yourself in the air, right? Like I used to work for a company that actually tested the, the digital en engine controllers. And like the, it, it's, it's quite intense, as you mentioned, it's very, it's very rigorous. And I, I would imagine it's, yeah, there's so many things to check. I would imagine that things can get gloss over sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But like at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, the plane's going to fall. I mean, it won't just fall. Like you can, you can kind of glide. Yeah, there's the safety, safety, like a procedure for when something like that happens. Yeah, I mean, it's still crazy scary. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like you can't. You can only make it so far. But like, they do their utmost to make sure like things don't fail. Whereas in a car, I think they have to do their utmost to make sure you stop. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like in a in a, in a car, right? The worst, at the worst. Just stop the car, you yeah, know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think, uh, like, all the vehicle dynamics equations have velocity in it. Yep. Worst case, stop. So probably, stop. <laughs> so probably for a while, we'll have cars that, you know, they can drive autonomously, but you, you can have an option for human intervention. Like, if you decide, yeah, you know, yeah. if you decide, like, you want to drive for whatever reason, you can you can get like a steering wheel and pedals like normal. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping that's an option that stays for a very very long time. It's like the they call it the manual mode. <laughs> manual <laughs> mode. That'll be the, the new manual the car. New right? Manual, oh boy. Hilarious. Yeah. What the hell is what the hell is stick shift going to become? Right, it's going to be like. Uh, it's going to become old. Ancient mode. Yeah, seriously, right. Yeah. yeah, it's the intermediate future that kind of is going to be the fun one, you know. Yeah. I, I'd, I'm going to love to see how this happens, you know. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a takeover. I'm sure it's going to be like some kind of a crazy takeover where the governments are just going to be too slow to keep up with the laws and stuff, and it's going to be a oh yeah a poop show, you know. Oh yeah, it's going to be really popular when when we get. I mean, right now it's probably already really popular, but it's it's probably also like those types of cars are super expensive. But like once it becomes mm -hmm. mainstream, I'm pretty sure we're gonna there's like everyone's gonna want to get an autonomous car it's 100 yeah oh, well okay there might be there might be a large <laughs> enough group that like would not like autonomous cars they probably i mean they do not that they would not but yeah. i feel like it would be like in the mainstream it would be it would be popular these yeah. yeah for sure imagine sheila cruising in her g-wagon not driving <laughs> just like but that would be boring know. though yeah, I, I mean, guess you do other stuff like if it was like, like if read you... Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. But imagine like if, you, if it was like if you had a car that was autonomous enough that it could drive on its own and you could do like something else in your car, like you could 
I don't know, read a book, uh, watch a movie. Watch a movie. It'd be yeah. like an inflate. Like it'd be like an airplane, right? You you can watch a movie while you do your. I don't want to watch a movie <laughs> when I have the beautiful scenery right in front of me. You're like driving <laughs> like yeah. through the woods. I mean, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Never mind. Even yeah. just in the city, I don't know. I love actually driving your car. You look to your left, there's hobos. You look to your right, there's like teenagers. teenagers. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it for sure. And then like, imagine uh, if like sports cars become all fully autonomous. Like that's no, a crazy everyone... discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what are I? Would you even need a sports car, right? You wouldn't even want to buy one. Sheila's like, no, my Ferrari. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? That's a good point you bring up there. Like, what? Like everyone would just have, I mean, there'd be different models of autonomous cars, but like, you know, everyone would just have the basic thing because you could go, as, they could all go reasonably fat. How, Corolla's but probably wouldn't it, cars an hour, you know? Yeah. Wouldn't the autonomous cars follow the 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 speed limit? Yeah, they would probably that's, be that's programmed it. to to do that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, then like you, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead. Like to not to like be illegal or anything, but would you want to speed up only like five miles, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kilometers per hour? Guess, yeah, like you can't yeah. rev. I guess the general idea, the general consensus is, if you have a fast car, you want to go fast, um, but. Live in a third world country, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and what about the autobahn? What's going to happen? The autobahn? Yeah, sorry. The the okay. German highway. <laughs> this, yeah. Well, I mean, they could just go as fast as they want anyways, yeah, right? Speed limits unlimited there, huh? Oh, yeah. But well, if it's like autonomous... Hmm. It's autonomous. Like, fully autonomous car, yeah, uh, driving itself. There. Yeah, so what happens? Yeah. I think, well, I mean... I. I think like in, in the faraway future, right, when everything's autonomous, I think there'll be way higher speed limits, mm-hmm. yep. you know, but they won't be like that much higher, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that'll be when like, you'll have the sporty ones, right? Cause like I could get there, you know, faster at 300 kilometers an hour than 200,000, 200,000, 200 kilometers an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that'll be, that'll be way far out, you know? In the intermediate future, you're probably going to have... I mean, but electric cars are probably going to be the way forward, so they're all going to be super fast anyways. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, on the Autobahn, I don't know. I think... Uh, well, now, like, currently, you... The Autobahn's not 100%, like, unlimited. It's only unlimited between certain sections. Like, you can't... Like, when you hit... When you're getting close to a city, you can't... Like, they, they, you have to slow down. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah. I want to go one day one day rent my porsche or my bima <laughs> rent my porsche and my bima hey i'll get the ferrari hey in germany oh, you you convoy. what do you do you think i'm driving ferrari in germany oh yeah you gotta get a german car i take it from germany and go to uh i was gonna say italia italy, italy. <laughs> <laughs> italia <laughs> yeah but you gotta, you gotta be like you gotta get the right car for the right place i guess it's a whole other episode but like you know like if I go to Vegas, right, I'm renting, I guess I'd rent a Ferrari. Lamborghini. Okay, yeah, yeah, or something like that, yeah. yeah right. If I go to California, I'm renting, like, a Mustang or a Chevrolet McLaren. or a Camaro or a McLaren. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna go in Hollywood and all these places. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm talking about cruising down like you know the Pacific yeah. Highway. Uh huh. No. Anthony, who do you agree with? <laughs> uh, I I think I'd agree with Sheila. Yeah, I get a McLaren. Yeah. Okay, you guys get the McLaren. Fine, fine. I'll be I'll be towing. I'll be like towing behind you, like. My God, I think there's 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 a lot of um, autonomous like not taxis but delivery trucks being tested too. Is mm. is that what's going? On? Is that like is Amazon doing that or is that another another company? Um, I know I a lot Amazon. of food delivery. Yeah. Sorry, I know a lot of food delivery companies are wanting to implement autonomous cars. Oh uh, yeah, I think that's that's what I heard was mm. like. Yeah, they're they're testing testing it out. Like it's not like fully implemented, but they're testing it. Mm-hmm. That would be. I think that would. I think those kinds of vehicles would look completely different. Like I think you know, like you know those um, those sprinter vans, like the ones you could stand in and stuff. Yes. Yep. Like the creeper vans, right? Or things like that. I think like that would be the 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 optimal thing for that, right? Because they could refrigerate, like you could put refrigeration systems in there, right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. keep it cool or hot or whatever. And uh, you could put a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, versus like, I think, I think like the cars now, right. They're all like luxurious or, you know, semi-luxurious, right. Mm-hmm. I would almost be like, they'd have to be equipped for the purpose, you know? Yeah. So I want to spill my nice stuff on my nice autonomous car, you know, my food everywhere. Well, the same. Well, that's the same with any uh, expensive car, right? Mm, these no, but like you know like like now you have you, know, you have a you have a dude coming from his you know uber eats car going into the restaurant picking up the food and placing it nicely yeah you know on his seat versus like you have some joe blow at the restaurant you know just like throw it in the trunk you know mm. yeah that's true you know? that's true yeah yeah and then the restaurants are going to revamp themselves too right because they're just going to be like in and out like there's gonna be the doors are gonna be it's gonna be garage doors you know the trucks the the cars are gonna pull in the the garage you know and you know it's gonna be like a like a go 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 kind of situation. Oh, I can see downtown Montreal now. All those garage doors for restaurants. Oh my God, it's gonna be like um, like five lanes. It's this is what this is what the malls of the future. This is what the restaurant of the future are gonna be like. It's gonna be like ten lanes wide, right? Yeah, and. Like every lane is gonna have like a set of restaurants, and you're gonna drive through, right? Super slow in your autonomous car, right? Restaurant one is gonna be McDonald's. Restaurant two is gonna be KFC, right? And then like you know, and that's like the American stuff, right? Then you're gonna have the next lane over is gonna be like the fast Asian food, right? You know, gonna be, that's, that's gonna be. I I I I'm calling it. Chris is calling. It it. You heard it here. Okay, we've got that's it on exactly. record now. <laughs> I don't know, it's going to be something like that, right? Mm. Oh, my God. I actually remember... uh, I remember reading recently in... I think it was somewhere in Texas. They started doing uh, autonomous car delivery for uh, Domino's Pizza. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Oh, yeah. Probably in Austin. It's cool down there. (laughs) Cool people. I I think it was Houston... Houston. Hmm. Houston. I think that's I pronounce it. I'm not sure. I, no, I, it's I, Houston. I Houston. I, I've, I've heard Houston. I don't know. I'm not saying. From who? Oh, the internet? I don't know. I you're mixing it up with Boston. Boston. That's Boston. a real thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Yeah, that, that's really cool, you know. One day. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I was gonna say like apparently in Singapore, like a lot of the a lot of the the there's a lot of bu- there's a lot of buildings that are kind of like, I mean they're they're kind of like a little bit everywhere there, but like um, you know you have like maybe there's like a ten story building and every floor is like a company, right? Mm-hmm. Let's for example, yeah. But every floor has its own like you like it has its own drive in ramp kind of thing, so like you could park on the floor. Yep. Oh. Electrical. Let's say you're on the third floor, right? You drive up a ramp to the third floor and you park. That's so cool. And as only, like, I think, like, I think there's, I, I've heard from people who live in Singapore, there's a lot of uh, buildings like that, which is pretty interesting. Take, take, yeah, that is so cool. Take notes. Maybe that's Montreal. Gonna Every floor Maybe is going to be its own. Yeah. Third floor is McDonald's. Fourth floor is KFC. Fifth floor, you know, fifth floor and above is Asian KFC. You know what I mean? <laughs> Asian it's KFC. KFC. That's not what I meant, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, yo! These things are going to be crazy, man. Like, there's so much opportunity for business mm-hmm. with the uh, autonomous cars. Like, imagine like just like drive. Like, imagine an autonomous bus or something, right? Yeah. And there's a restaurant on it, right? And it's going to it's going to Vegas, you know? Imagine, right? Things like that are going to be a thing. That's going to mm-hmm. be it's going to be nuts. There's going to be so many co- companies. Like, there's a lot of companies popping up now that are building electric vehicles. Imagine the future when autonomous cars become a thing. There's going to be companies popping up left, right, and center, just mm-hmm. building. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna have a company that builds a vehicle just for itself for its own experience, right? Yeah. Nuts. That's exciting. It is. I'm... Do you think there's any um industry where they won't like adopt autonomous cars? The only one I could think of right now is maybe race car drivers. Yeah, that'll always I don't think yeah. that'll ever be gone. You know, even the petrol it's gonna be I know I've heard from I've heard like right now it's getting harder and harder to book uh, track time like for petrol cars and stuff like, like just, you know, it's cracking down on emissions and stuff, especially in the States. Yeah. Um, like it's just getting harder to, to, to do. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think there will always be a spot a, like there always be room for even petrol uh, racing like private petrol racing because people are going to always want that kind of thing. Right. Like I think when we're old, you know, we've seen petrol cars right so we know like i mean i'm sure we all like would like love some of them like at least one car that i'd love to keep forever or whatever right i'm oh, sure yeah. they'll exist um these days i think i've i've seen some youtube clips of like some of the race cars like f1 racing and, and uh similar similar competitions they they have hybrid cars now um mm. yeah part part electric part gas um yep. so they're probably formula e, more over to that oh formula e yeah that's right it's all electric. They, they were here in Montreal a couple years ago, oh. and everyone complained. Why is that? You remember? You remember? Because uh, they blocked all the streets like usual. Oh. Okay. I didn't care at the time. I didn't drive yeah. much, but like, but uh, no, I, I think you know what I, you know what I think is gonna be hit hard. Um, traditional auto repair, like, mm-hmm. like they're already being slammed, right? Like, because all these mechanics, right? They they went to school, like especially now, like they're. I would say I would say like auto mechanics is like less and less popular, right? And add to that the amount of like petrol cars on the road is like becoming less and less. Mm-hmm. Like petrol cars are complicated in that like there's so many systems that you have to manage. There's so much could go wrong. But electric cars are complicated in that like if you don't know how they work, it's a black box, right? Yep. But if you, I mean, so like, but they're not trained to do that. I mean, there's there's you know there's a bunch of centers, there's a bunch of training that you can get to fix the cars and stuff but it's 
I would, I think in general, like it's more like just take it out, replace it kind of thing. That's the mentality. Yeah. Um, but now with, you know, with like the, with, you know, with like can all these systems are on like a canvas, you know, mm -hmm. there's modules for every, every little component. Um, I think a lot of the mechanics are just getting overwhelmed with the complexity, especially small garages, like dealerships. I mean, they'll always know what to do because yeah. they make them. But like small, like mom and pop mechanics, like it's, it's dying, you know, they're, they're dying. It's, uh, it's honestly kind of sad, you know, the traditional industries are going away. Um, mm -hmm. and there's already, you know, like there's already a huge crisis, like in other industries too, like, I mean, just to speak to traditional industries, right? Like plumbing, things like that, right? All those things are, are dying. People, no one wants to do that. Everyone wants to become a software engineer, right? Yeah. Um, I would almost even say there's like there's like this unspoken thing, this, un this unspoken kind of um, whimsy that like all that, all like the traditional industries, um, you know, are like, there's very few people, like, I would say like a lot of people want to be software engineers, right? And stuff like that. They want to, they think about the traditional industries and like, oh no, like, you know, that's for other people, you know? Yeah. It's becoming more like, and more accessible. Kind of like, yeah there's so many tutorials yeah. now like for learning stuff like artificial intelligence i mean you're not going to be making stuff that's like industry standard but like it's very easy to get into it and and learn more about mm -hmm. it yeah uh, but i would your, almost say like yeah, sorry uh but to your to your point chris uh it's, it's already sort of like that it's uh with the farming industry actually mm. um, which it's this you know autonomous cars might actually have the same uh same issue as that uh farming equipment like tractors and stuff it's um i think it's automated it's yeah it's automated now like you can you can buy tractors that are programmed to like harvest stuff uh, like from your field um but the problem is they're not user repairable so if it encounters a software error you have to get the company that made the tractor you have to get someone to come and travel to the farm to fix whatever the problem is no, that makes that's, sense. That's a that's a big issue. That's part of the like the right to repair type movement. Um, I'm pretty sure those are going to move to like you know remote remote support systems. You know, I'm sure you can software. It's a software issue. You know, like yeah, you know, it'd, it'd be really um, nice to solve it with that. a firmware update or something. You oh, know, yeah. over 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 the network, whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No. I. I yeah, that's that's for sure a thing right i know uh, for us like that's maybe like one of the industries in our generation that's kind of dying right like where i i i to your point i don't think i think like farmers are you know this i i, I hope there's enough of them that are gonna last right because like yeah. we need those people we need farmers right we need people to make food please don't stop making food right <laughs> um but yeah like that's we need those guys you know i'm not talking about the factory farming companies but more like real farmers who work hard yeah. I'm not saying that those companies don't work hard either, but anyways. That was a, um, that was a case in uh, the marketing class at Concordia, actually. The like the first marketing class that you, you take is um, um, is about how far like farming is, is an industry that's kind of being eaten up by bigger, bigger, bigger businesses because whatever traditional farmers can make, bigger businesses can make it a lot faster. Well, okay, maybe not. Okay, maybe not for everything, but like that's basically what what happens. And there's there's like a collective movement of like traditional farmers that uh, uh, no, it was a company a company that seeks to boost uh, traditional farming. That was the thing. So they would make deals with with traditional farmers to kind of uh, help them help them grow. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, we like, need those kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. In those programs. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's a whole other episode, you know. Mm -hmm.
It's true. But um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of industries that uh, are going to be disrupted for sure by by autonomous mm-hmm. vehicles. Yeah. You know, it's already a thing. Like just just changing technology has always been kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Especially um, these days with uh, remote delivery. Um, if there's mm-hmm. like there's a bug or something or there's some sort of update you know your car will be connecting to your wi-fi to download the update yeah Mm -hmm. you know i almost wonder like you know like especially with the pandemic right i almost wonder like what would have happened without it right Mm -hmm. you know like you think about like i don't know like do you ever think like what did they do you know 100 years ago with the last pandemic right like you know i'm sure they may do you know we're still here so some people live through it, you know, they must have done something, you know, but uh, yeah, I almost feel like a lot of the, I don't know, I don't want to go too much into the rabbit hole here, but I almost feel like a lot of the, a lot of governments are kind of relying on the fact that we have that. So like, you know, people don't have to go out as much, right? So like, okay, thank God we have these kinds of businesses that provide these services. So we don't have, you know, go out as much and, you know, keep us safe and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, in this case, it's been a good thing. I'm curious to know how, like, once we start, once, once, uh, like, autonomous food delivery um, becomes more mainstream, how do they, how do they deal with, like, stuff like uh, burglars, let's say? Because uh, mm. Amazon's had this issue with their drones where people would, like, use uh, anti-drone tech to, like, steal deliveries and stuff. That's so not worth it. What if I'm deli- what if I'm getting like a, a battery delivered? Is that really worth it? You know, you know what I mean? Like it- it's 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 kind of like you know it's it's up to chance, right? But you know if you yeah. if you get something expensive, you know you can you can resell it and make money. Like it's it's, I mean you're getting it for free basically. Just just what picture some hooli- it, some hooligan with like a shotgun, walking around the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, that's right? primitive. Talk about anti drone technology. It's just just some guy with a gun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gonna hunt me some some ufos you know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> get me some batteries yeah i imagine the yeah. same thing applied to autonomous cars for like you you like i don't know the the tech that they have in like fast and furious movies where you shoot uh you shoot like a, a not like an arrow but like <clears throat> a type of like thing. Harpoon. yeah harpoon or something at a car and it like it messes with the circuitry and it stops the car <laughs> oh my god that's like I mean, I'm sure those exist. Yeah. It's like fantasy tech, you know, that's like stuff. That's like stuff you see in movies. Yeah, it's like you know? food being... But I'm sure there's going to be a way to, like, hack these softwares. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Sure. Yeah. There's always a way to do stuff. Yeah. My God. But, like, that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of effort for some thieves. You know, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> To steal a car? Oh, oh, that's what you. Oh, I thought you were talking talk about still talking about the drone. No, Amazon is. A... Yeah, yeah, so I'm moving in the past. Okay, we're moving the big boys. Uh, yeah, no. If it's for the sure. car is stealing food, you know, if like mm-hmm. if you if you've got the tech and you you want dinner or something, you know, okay, I'll just go. Mm-hmm. All right, this car is oh, on this street. I'm gonna go go that steal. Guy has car. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I want me some Big Macs, you know, like yeah, exactly. yeah I guess. That's intense, though. Yeah. I guess it really depends on, like, like imagine if you if there's a car full of food, like one street over from you, and like, imagine like you don't even have to, you don't have to pay for groceries or anything. You just you just steal the food. 
I think that's why, I think that's maybe going back to my earlier point, I think that's why like a lot of those sprinter vans would be a very good option mm. for, these, for these companies to have because yeah. you just don't know what's in them. And then like, I, you know, I mean, I, I think a lot of these would probably have a security system. I mean, for sure a security system, but then maybe, they're, maybe they'll put like a, a physical person there as well. You know? Yeah. Just to keep things safe, keep things orderly. You know, maybe you hand it to the person in the car. And like a security person or something? Yeah. Or delivery? Yeah, or... They'll be, they're like a, a security slash like a handler, you know. Yeah. You give them the food, they put it away, right? It's just faster for the restaurant. And, yeah. I know maybe. for Domino's in Texas, how it looked like, um, it seemed like there was no driver. It was just this little minivan, and then you can open the, the, the door and take your pizza. Hmm. What's, oh, what's stopping true, you right? from taking other pizzas? Oh, it's true, right? I never even thought about the 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 other end of the of the chain, right? Like get the person getting the food. It's true, right? Mm-hmm. It's like almost like Domino's puts the ovens in the truck. You know, they just take it one step further oh. and just have mobile Domino's. That'd be so cool. It would be food trucks. You know, that takes that takes food trucks to a whole new level, right? Guys, I'm I'm a lot of people are listening to this right now going, Oh my god, Chris, you're a gold mine. Please contact Chris for, for business <laughs> opportunities. Come to me, give me royalty. <laughs> These monies. You know. Yeah. No, yeah, that's great. I never thought of that. That's pretty cool. You know, to be able to have just like something like you just try Domino's would be the perfect thing, right? Pizza is like super flat. It's super easy to, to, to it's portable, right? It just goes mm-hmm. for a reload somewhere, you know? Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. It's crazy. An oven mm-hmm. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this is going to be, this is going to be nuts. You know, uh, I don't know. I, you know, what do you think? What do you guys think are going to like when this, when autonomous cars are a thing, right? Yeah. Do you think um, public transit will be as big of a, option right because you could have autonomous buses like like you could have big you could have like uber type things right mm-hmm. for buses right you can have because uber has like a ride sharing thing right where you could have like a three four carpooling people mm-hmm. right and you can you know, make it makes its route and stops like for four people right four different places you know you could have a bus do that right you could have 15 20 30 people in a bus or bigger you know more people do you think uh tra- public transit will still be a thing i think so yeah yeah it goes back to our, our ride sharing episode. Um, it'll probably still be more expensive to get Ubers than it would be just to go on the the autonomous bus. Mm, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more maintenance involved, and yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but there'll be for sure. I think there'll be a lot of private companies operating buses that point i suppose so but i mean like like here in montreal right we've got we've got the uh stm the society of transport of montreal uh no one ever says that in english but hearing it in english (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean if if anyone's going to do autonomous buses it's probably going to be them Mm -hmm. yeah but like you know maybe even like coach buses right like oh yeah um, if you're going like from city to city or something yeah maybe they'll even be luxurious buses to take you like around town who knows oh yeah definitely like for tourists and stuff yeah i don't know so many cool cool opportunities you know and even just like because i was just thinking about the public transit option right because um you know 
so one of the things I was, you know, I was thinking of was like people can work in the car in their autonomous cars, right? They can, you know, watch a movie if you want. Like you, you could have a lot of personal time. You could actually get stuff done, right? Mm-hmm. You could do whatever. You, it's like sitting on your couch at home, right? That's I think the a very good like comparison point. Yeah. Um, and you know, people who maybe take the bus or take you know the met the subway now, the metro, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe they can't get quite as much done because you know it stops every five seconds and you're disrupted and there's people you know you're jam packed. Mm-hmm. So I think there might be a shift. Like you know, people in the middle, like people like kind of like caught in between. Like oh, I, I this is like it's I, it's still too expensive to own a car, mm-hmm. but like I, I'm kind of hating this experience and you know with the being like jam packed like sardines. Maybe they you know jump ship and go towards an autonomous ride sharing service or something, right? Yeah. That's kind of what yeah, I was sense. thinking of. Yeah. Just spend the extra cash, you know? Like, yeah. it's not quite as expensive owning your own car, right? It's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm wondering how many people are, would actually be comfortable, like, like kind of entrusting their life to a, to a computer, like a computer software system, mm. you know? Yeah. I wonder what those stats are for that, like, the, uh, like today if we were to get stats now like how, how many how many people would actually be on board with with like being riding in an autonomous car but not actually driving comment below <laughs> let us know <laughs> yeah, exactly let us know because i'm curious too mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I, I know for sure like from like personally I, i'm gonna be very apprehensive about it like i wouldn't i don't think i'd be in the back seat you know yeah um like I heard the the robo taxi, like the te- I don't know if you guys heard, but the Tesla robo taxis, like you know, they're promising. Well, promising. They're saying you know they're going to have some kind of a rollout uh, this year. I think they were supposed to have it last year, but mm-hmm. like, you know, delivery dates always push back. You know, this year, maybe even next year, like they're going to have a bit of a fleet going, kind of like a Waymo thing, but more extensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of like you could like, and you could be part of like this Tesla network where you know you can basically rent your car out on the network and. Oh. Nice. Kind of like Uber style, but Tesla only. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you own the car, you can make money off of it, that kind of thing. I could I could see it getting safer with time. Like maybe at the beginning, I wouldn't <clears throat> want to drive an autonomous car, but I could see like them, like companies implementing a way for cars to communicate with each other on the road to make it safer. Yeah. And I, I think as well, like there's going to be, you know, these, you know, the worth it point, one of the one of the worth it points, I would say, is also like being able to travel fast. Mm-hmm. And I think the the element of speed is something I think people don't see as as something that's coming. Um, like, like ultimately, you know, the like the the main one of the main goals, you know, fuel efficiency wise and everything, they want the cars to go as fast as possible, right? Yeah. And travel constant speeds. They want to accelerate up constant speed travel and then decelerate to a stop yeah. whenever you know. So. Like, I don't think people realize this, you know, the, the cars are going to be going fast to do that. Like, they're going to be going really fast. Like, not at the beginning, of course, but like when there's when they're more widespread, they're going to be going, like, you know, 100, 200 kilometers an hour on a public boulevard, you know, mm-hmm. that's nuts. Think of that, right? Like highway is one thing, but like, I'm sure like end game, you know, they're driving down public, like, you know, private roads, like public, like public roads, normal roads, what, very fast, you know, so yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It'll probably eliminate a lot of traffic too, like, if, yeah. like traffic without like you know if there's a car crash, of course there's going to be traffic, but like all the standard everyday rush hour traffic that could potentially be eliminated with autonomous vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I've actually seen. Uh, 
I've seen just another point. I've seen that th there's some companies who are trying to like implement, they, they develop like an autonomous system and they like retrofit onto your car, right? Hmm. Kind of like Waymo sort of, but like less, less crazy. Like it's more of like a, you know, it's more of like a level three or four kind of thing on this. Like, it's not like super, maybe not level, th maybe like level two or three kind of on the, on the autonomous charge driving scale. It's not like super crazy or anything. So like not as good uh, as like a pure, like uh, an autonomous car out of factory type thing. Yeah. Because obviously they didn't, they didn't spend time like machine learning it, you know, they just kind of developed some, yeah. some, some basic logic to it. Uh, so it's not like super crazy, but like some, some company, I've seen companies that do that. I don't, I don't personally, just to bring it up, I don't think that's necessarily a good option. Like, it's going to be an option that's short-lived, you know? Because yeah. big companies are into this now like crazy, right? They're investing millions. Yeah. It's kind of a stopgap for anyone that, that still has like a like a non-autonomous car. It's a it's yeah. better upgrade than actually getting a brand new brand new car. Mm. That's true. Mm. By the way, what are the different levels? Uh, actually, so the SAE has like some kind of a some kind of a standard. I have it. Uh, I have it here actually. So like basically, like so if we're working like backwards from the most autonomous, like fully, if you're having full autonomous, like like the kind of autonomous we're talking about before, right? Where it's like 100%. Like you tell it where to go, it goes. You know, you don't have to touch it, you don't have to look at it, and you can watch a movie kind of thing. That's level five. That's full automation. This is coming from the SAE, the Society of Automotive Engineers. Mm -hmm. Um. That's this is how they define it. I'm sure that's one of the only ways it's defined uh, internationally because mm -hmm. SE is international. Um, level four, so coming back a little bit, is high, it's called high automation. So that's kind of like um, under very specific conditions, the vehicle can be a fully autonomous. So basically, it's, it goes from a fully 100% autonomous in all cases to certain cases. Like so that's driving high, high, yeah, yeah, that's probably that's the easiest easiest thing. Um, then you could take that step and you could go to level three, which is a step forward. It's conditional automation, which is basically the driver is still like necessary. Like they still have their hands like on the wheels, uh, and they're still kind of watching, like, you know, most of the time, like most of the time, like they still have to intervene for, you know, most things like they, like, I, I want to kind of say maybe like advanced cruise control quite, I'm not, you know, don't quote me on that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, lane departure assist. Like it's like if you if you kind of combine like I think this is actually what um, what Tesla Autopilot is is supposed to be mm -hmm. at this point. I think it's level three is like basically what. Don't quote me again. I don't know if they're level three or level four. I think they're level four, level five capable, level four certified maybe, and level three is like what they recommend or something something to that effect. It's like it's a guarantee that they can do at least level three. Yeah, and I, I I don't know I don't know who qualifies this. I don't know if the SAE qualifies them. Pro they probably do because I said I think most of the uh, I think the SAE qualifies most things, mm -hmm. most cars. Uh, I think that's how they do it. I, I maybe we'll have a whole episode on that. So uh, is, I'd have to do some research to be to clarify for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Is is level three? Is it basically like like you have a hand on the wheel and let's say the car tries to do a lane change, but you see that there's a car in, uh, coming from the blind spot. Like you have to intervene to stop. Exactly. It. That's exactly it. So basically it's driving, but you have to be like, you're ultimately in control at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. And then part, you know, one step back level two is partial automation. So this is kind of like, I think this is more just like typical cruise control and um, lane departure assist, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um and, level... and like level one is just some assistances 
Um, I think like level two, I think would maybe be, I, okay. I, I, I'm, again, don't, don't call me on every little thing, but, but I think level two is kind of more like, um, how would you call that? You call it, um, adaptive cruise control. So like the cruise control adapts its speed. So if it sees a car is coming up, let's say you're going 80 mm. and you know, coming up on a car, it'll slow down. Okay. Level one is it will not do. You have normal, to normal cruise control. You can set it set it to I don't know 100 kilometers an hour, and it'll stay at that speed. Yeah, and it, but it will not sense that it's coming up on anything, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. That's level okay. one. And zero is Again. the it's the normal, basically normal. Gas. Zero is driving, yeah, yeah without any kind of assist. Yeah, that's how I drive. Raw. <laughs> You're like you. You drive manual, Chris. You're like negative one or something. <laughs> negative fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't do any of that stuff, man. I even turn my ABS. Off. I turn all my driver assist off. Like, I mean, my car is older too. I, I mean, my car was. It's not super old, 2010. But like, I turn off even like the traction control and stuff. I turn everything off, man. What the hell? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I feel like. What is this nonsense? I feel like if you would go go to play a Need for Speed game, you would you would set everything to off. It's like yes, maximum challenge. Let's do this. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> I live life on hard mode. I always try to do things way harder than necessary. I don't know why. It's just how I do things i guess i don't yeah. know yes yeah, so that's kind of like the six levels there um maybe we should have started with that sorry <laughs> <laughs> well but uh, at least the audience knows now yeah yeah Yay! <laughs> that's yeah i don't know um, that's cool well i'm curious to hear what the audience thinks of you know odd like i my work autonomous driving yeah. I'm really curious. Would you guys like want a fully autonomous car or not? So curious. Yeah. Let us know. Mm -hmm. Let me know. Let let Chris know. <laughs> uh, Adam Adam on Twitter and Instagram. I don't <laughs> judge you. <laughs> I want a fully autonomous car, Chris. No. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. See, you tell me why you want an autonomous car and I will tell you exactly why you're wrong. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. So I think that's uh, I think that's it for the episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About time. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel, and mm -hmm. uh, follow us on Instagram at This Motors Official, and check out our Patreon at This Motors. Yep, yep, yep. So until next time, have a nice evening or day Bye. or whatever. Bye. Or whatever time it is. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.